0: Welcome to The Light of the World. This is Jerry G. Martin. We are coming upon the most holiest of days that is celebrated by Christian believers. It is a time that we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're gonna present you a series of messages that will help you to understand what Jesus Christ did, but more importantly, why he did it. It was to offer sinful people eternal life. I want you to listen closely and even contact someone in your family who needs to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. At the end of today's message, we're going to share an opportunity for you or anyone you know to come to know Jesus. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So it was that atonement. And when you read the Old Testament, the day of atonement, that is coming back one with God. That word atonement, if you look at it, it's at one meant Being at one with God again. So he brought us back at one with God. And, And that death also, Jesus' death also conquered sin and death. He conquered death. First John chapter 1 verse 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sins. It cleanses us and purifies us and we don't have to worry about death anymore because we're not going to have the second death because we died the first death. We, We died to sin when we came to Jesus Christ. We we died. That's why we uh, have this act of baptism. That's that symbolism that shows that we are buried with Christ again uh, symbolically and we are brought up as a new creation in Christ Jesus. Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, If you have been risen with Christ, and when he rose, we rose. When he got up, we got up with him. Kenneth Weist said in his commentary, and he said this, and while we are having this fellowship with him, the blood of Jesus, his son, keeps constantly cleansing us from sins of omission, sins of ignorance, sins we know nothing about in our lives for the reason that we have not grown in grace enough to see that they are sins, These would prevent our fellowship with God if this divine provision of the constant cleansing away of the defilement of sin in our lives was not taken care of by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So holy is the God in whom we have this fellowship. So what's the difference between a believer and a sinner? And I know that some people, even though they're saved, they'll get up and say, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Well, I don't say I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm a saint saved by grace. Because Paul said we are saints. And this, this shed blood that keeps cleansing us, he says, from all sins. He keeps cleansing us, and we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. He he cleanses us so we're no longer a sinner. We might be a saint who sinned from time to time, but we're not a sinner. That's not who we are. In fact, we should be sinless. Somebody said, We're not sinless, but we ought to be sinning less. And less. And less. You see, because he's already paid for us. He's already redeemed us. The price has been paid in full. And his blood covers us. And that's why he said, if you confess your sin, you can he, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He's talking to believers. Amen. Hebrews says this in Hebrews 9:14. How much more then will the blood of Christ? who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death so that we may serve a living God. Sin should have no control over us. See, the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. That's why Paul said, there is therefore now, no condemnation for those who are where in Christ Jesus there is no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus the holy spirit brings conviction the devil brings condemnation he wants to condemn you tell you you not you can't look at you, you look at what you've done look at what you said you can't live holy that's condemnation conviction says listen get that right with God and keep on going We see the extent of Christ's humiliation in his death. He, the son of God, who humbled himself to come down. He didn't have to. He humbled himself. And I can just imagine what he might have been thinking. And I, can, I, I, I give him lots of credit for taking what he took when he didn't have to. That's like you being the, the, the strongest, the baddest person on the world. And somebody, the little midgets and everybody come whooping up on you. And you just stand there and take it. They're spitting on you, they, they're hitting you, they, they're talking about you, they're criticizing you and, and everything else. And you're just taking it. And you know, he says, I can call legions of angels to come and get me out of this. But this is what I'm going to take because he, the Bible says in Hebrews, for, uh, for he, he looked through the cross to see our redemption. And he says, I'm not going to forsake my assignment because I see through the cross. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus Christ, in his death, purposed to die as a substitute for everyone. It's not only by the Son tasting death as a man for a man that we are free from death, he substituted his own death for ours to release us to live with God. So Jesus' death calls. Reconciliation to God. That means to return, to favor with, to receive one, to put things back in order. When you reconcile, you're checking things out to be sure everything lines up. If you ever reconcile your checking account, you know, you're starting something, but y'all don't do that. Y'all just look and see what you got left in the bank and keep on going. But we reconcile ours. I want to see what's on the statement and see what we actually have and see and, and, and check every penny and get it down to where everything reconciles. And then when you click that software to say you reconcile, it says you've reconciled. And, uh, congratulations, you've got it down to the penny. That means you brought everything into an alignment with what's supposed to have been happening. That the statement that they've sent you from the bank aligns with what you said you you spent. And the Lord came and said, let me reconcile these people to what was supposed to be happening. They're supposed to be coming back to God. And I'm coming back to reconcile and be sure everything is taken care of. So that they can be put back where they belong. And they can be reconciled to Christ. He reconciled us to God. Paul said this in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrated his own love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Since we now have been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? And not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. You know, now these are Paul making a legal argument and, and, and giving us um, the, the system and and the protocol and all of the things that happen to us. So these are, these are not shouting words. But if you understand this, you need to, you'll need you have a, a, a peace in your heart and an understanding in your heart. Because what the enemy will always do, he'll come back and make you think you don't have nothing. And when you're going through trouble, he'll make you think God loves you and nobody loves you and all this. If you don't know anything else, you ought to know I've been reconciled. Amen. I've been brought into an alignment. I am saved. Jesus Christ came to save me. And if the, the worst thing that could ever happen to me in my life is I die and go to heaven. So don't let the enemy just beat you up about what you don't have. Say, you know, I got reconciliation. <laughs> I, got the, I should have the joy of the Lord. So John carefully showed us, shows us that scripture is being fulfilled through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross there are chapters in the old testament which are especially concerned with the crucifixion and they talk about it there are 28 prophecies fulfilled while he was hanging on the cross our thirst is one of them that's the fulfillment of psalm 69:21 so jesus said it is finished what was finished Your redemption is done. That's why you don't have to do any work for salvation. In his report to his father, Jesus said in John 17, 4, I have finished the work which you gave me to do. Once there was an evangelist who was approached by a young man who said, what must I do to be saved? The evangelist says, it's too late. The young man was alarmed. What do you mean it's too late? I can't be saved? Is there anything I can do? The evangelist said, no, it's too late. Jesus did everything already. (laughs) All you have to do is believe. So people ask, what must I do to be saved? You don't have to go and do something. Just believe. Jesus did all the work. That's why he said the work is finished. The hard part's done. The tough part's done. You know, he conquered death. He conquered the grave. He conquered the enemy. I've done all that it needs to do. All you need to do is look up and live. He came to take care of some kingdom business. That's why he came and he understood that and you read the scriptures about Jesus there were, the crowds would try to pull him in one way uh, the disciples would try to pull him in another way but he kept focused on what he came to do he says no I, I didn't come my kingdom is not of this world they wanted him to take over hey Lord when we gonna take over that's what I would do too if I'm walking around with Jesus I see him walking on water I see him turning water to wine I see him raising the dead healing the sick hey when, when we gonna take over <laughs> sure. I'm, and I'm with him, I'm one of his boys. That's why they were walking around trying to think, well, who's going to sit at the right hand and, and, and arguing about who, who's going to be right there close to him and who's going to be his right-hand man. And Jesus said, no, you, you all don't have a good understanding. This is, my kingdom is not of this world. The scripture said, for this, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the evil one. God sent his only begotten son that whoever would believe on him doesn't have to go to hell, doesn't have to perish, but shall have eternal life. This is Pastor Jerry G. Martin, and every year this time, our focus turns to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's the good news. The bad news is it seems like we only wait until this time of the year to really focus on what Jesus Christ did for us. For every believer, every day, we should be thankful to the Lord that he gave his life for us so that we do not have to perish, but we can live an abundant life and we can escape the fires of hell and spend eternity with God in heaven. Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost. What is he going to save us from? Eternal damnation and hellfire. fire. Those of you who are listening to me right now, you may be at church, but you may not be in church. That means that you're just going through the motions. You're just attending, but you're not connected with God. This is the season to remind us of why Jesus Christ came in the first place, and he came to save a lost and dying world. You can make that decision even now to give your life to Jesus Christ. I give you this opportunity to be my guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road you can meet Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you can join with the family of believers that will help you to grow and fulfill God's will and purpose in your life. If you would like to listen to this message again or previous broadcasts, go to our new website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.